This is the Slay Girl Slay podcast, a space created to uplift, motivate, and inspire women of color to be fearless in the pursuit of their dreams, go after what they deserve, and show up as their most unapologetic, most authentic selves. This audio series was created for every woman who is on the verge of her come up, creating her own vibe, and fiercely transforming her life. So sit down with me, get your notebook, grab a pen, and let's create the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Ashley Legs, and welcome to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Hey girl, hey! Welcome back to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. It is a new week, boo. It is a new day. Whatever happened yesterday or the day before or last week, it is said and done, okay? Move forward with this new week and hoping and praying it is a great week for you. There was no episode last week. I wanted you guys to catch up, but I also went on vacation to Jamaica (laughs) and y'all, a time was had, okay? I was there for a week and I had a ball. Jamaica owes me nothing, You know how they say you need a vacation after your vacation? (laughs) Yes, that is me today. I just got back and my suitcase is still in the living room. It is in God's hands when I will unpack because that suitcase is just going to sit there. But you have to tell me, are you the type to unpack the day you get back home or are you like me and you need a day or two? I feel like there are two types of travelers. The first being they get their suitcase packed early. They are prepped and ready to go. They unpack and wash as soon as they get home. And then there are those like me who will quite literally wait until the very last minute to pack as in the night before (laughs) and in no rush to get unpacked when they get home. Y'all may call it lazy. I call it taking my time. I call it self-care, okay? (laughs) Y'all, today we're doing things a bit different and I'm so excited to do this. I asked all of you to give me a call and leave me a message on the Slay Girl Slay hotline and the questions that we got, girl, I wish I could answer all of them in one episode, but we'd be here all day if I did. So what we'll do is just do another episode like this until we answer all of your questions. (laughs) But today I am answering some of your questions that you all sent in. And these were some amazing questions, but That's what we're doing today, answering your messages. And sis, it is not too late. Like I said, we're going to do this again. So call me, boo. The number is 213-973-7698. And leave me a message. All right, let's hear from our first caller. Roll the tape. Hey, Ashley. Oh, my God. This is such a great idea. I love this for you. I just first want to say thank you for everything that you do. First of all, like you inspired me a lot. I'm so happy that I first found your podcast. I don't even know how I found it, but God aligned us with each other. And you've been actively changing my life for, I'll say, a year or two. And girl, I really appreciate you for that. So thank you. And I wish you the best. 
I really wish you the best because you helped me with so much. I have, I'm aware that I have a lot of potential and I'm lacking something that's very important that goes hand in hand with the potential and that's confidence. Where I come from, I don't have many examples of success. So I would definitely be the first person in my family to step out of my um, comfort zone and do something that I want to do and be successful at it. So I will be the first one. I have nobody before me. And my family is very negative, I can say. Everybody that I'm close to already has a negative outlook on what they think they can and can't do. So it kind of trickles down to me. No matter how much I try to shake it, I have my moments where I'm the most confident person ever. And then I have most moments where I don't believe that I can do anything. And it sucks because so many people believe in me. People are trying to give me chances at things that I want to do, that I have a desire to do, but I'm scared and I don't have the confidence to go through with it. It's like when people do give me the opportunity that I've been looking for, I don't know how to accept it. I don't know how to act. I kind of back down. I get scared. I start to stutter and I just freak out so much because I I don't feel like I can do it and I'm still shy. I'm not going to lie, but it's it's just when it comes down to it, like, I don't know why I don't see the potential that everyone else sees in me. It's just I'm not doing as good as I feel like I can do because I don't believe in myself. Hey, boo. Well, first, thank you for listening to the show. I'm so glad that you found the show and that it's been helpful for you for the last two years. And I appreciate you back. Thank you for the well wishes. You're so sweet. I wish you the best too, boo, and that God will exceed your expectations and then some. Being the first in your family to do anything is both exciting and terrifying at the same time because you are working from scratch. And like you said, you don't really have real life examples to go off of. And that's the scary and exciting part. Because you really get to step out and be whatever you want to be. There is no rule book and there is no blueprint to say you should be living your life this way or that way. And choosing to do it anyway is where your confidence kicks in. But here's the thing about family. Nothing you do will please everybody, right? There will always, always, always be somebody that is negative or has something negative to say. And you can have it all, do it all, be it all. And there will still be somebody that is unhappy with who you are or what you do. And you have to let them be unhappy, you know? If there are people that do have your back and they do want to show up for you, those are your people. And it may not be family, and that's okay. If you have fear and you're afraid to take a big step or move forward with what is on your heart to do, let me tell you something, boo. Nobody knows what they're doing, you know? Even if they look like they do, trust me, I can guarantee you they probably don't. I can tell you right now, I do not know what I am doing half of the time, okay? (laughs) I can work all day and write down all these goals and record all these episodes, but sometimes when I lay my head down at night, I'm like, Ashley, what are you doing? That's not a good idea. People are going to judge you if you say this. You're going to piss someone off if you say that tomorrow on the show. You don't have it all together. Who are you to say this? Who are you to say that? You know? 
And sometimes it can be debilitating and scary and it makes me want to stop and protect myself and protect my feelings, but I am going to stay in the same place if I don't move. The dreams don't work unless I get up and do this work anyway. So with all the fear and the worry and the imposter syndrome and feeling like I suck, I still try to push through in the best way that I can, despite what my mind is telling me. You can still be afraid and scared and still take the opportunity. You can still do it afraid. Do it scared. Because worst case scenario, you were terrified the whole time and maybe it wasn't your best, but best case scenario, you still did it. You still got the experience. You still took the opportunity. Your question got cut off, but... I'm assuming you're asking about how to build confidence and not be so afraid to take the opportunities that are in front of you and learning how to believe in yourself. And if you really break it down, confidence is really security, feeling secure within yourself. And how you feel secure within yourself is to constantly affirm yourself. Keep telling yourself like, okay, yeah, I may be scared, but I got this. No, I don't feel my best today, but I'm doing my best. And that's what counts. Constantly affirming yourself, embracing that fear, trusting yourself and accepting who you are for who you are. Accepting yourself and accepting the fact that you may be a little shy and accepting the fact that you don't really come from a place where people have done it before and accepting the fact that that's okay. Accepting the fact that the only person you can ever be or embody on this earth is you. And that's good enough. You are good enough. So go for it, boo. Afraid, scared, terrified, just go for it anyway. I hope that answers your question. Okay, next caller. Hey, Ashley. I just want to say that um, I am a huge fan of the podcast. I love everything that you're doing, and I'm just praying that everything all flows for you. I'm so glad that you did do a hotline because I did have many questions for you that um, I'm currently in this season right now. I want to say you can call it um, I'm grieving. It's an old version of me, and I've been mourning myself a lot. Uh, and I just want to know if you have any tips regarding suicide because it does seem like it's a stagnant type of uh, season. If you can give any type of advice or tips and tricks that can help your girl out, I will highly appreciate it. And um, if you get to say this on your podcast, hey, everybody. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you for this. Um, you're so amazing, and I wish I could look at this. Hey, boo. Thank you for being a fan of the podcast. I appreciate your prayer so much. And it is my prayer that life will flow in the best way possible for you too. Ooh, girl. Grieving the old version of you. This is such a great question. Mourning the old you. It's something I think we all go through at various points of our lives especially when we're transitioning into something different. Maybe there was a big life change and it's a sad kind of feeling because you want so bad to feel how you used to feel and nothing you do can spark that old feeling again. I get it and I've been there. 
I was born and bred in Chicago, and all of my family is from Chicago. And a long time ago, I had a dream, and all I wanted to do was move to LA. And it was all I talked about and all I prayed about. And then one day it happened and I was there for a couple of years and then I lost my job and then COVID happened and no one was hiring. So I had to move back home to Chicago. This was my first big life experience, my first adult apartment, my first time achieving something that I really wanted. And moving back home to Chicago felt like, a slap in the face. And I was so hard on myself, like, Ash, how could you let this happen? Even though who could have predicted losing a job and the whole world going on quarantine, (laughs) right? But it hurt me so bad because I felt like I had lost everything that I had worked for, everything that was good in my life at that time. And when I moved back home, all I would say is, When I was in LA, I did this. When I was in LA, I did that. And nothing made me happy here. Nothing sparked that joy I had. And one day in therapy, my therapist was like, you have to grieve the old you sometimes. You do have to allow yourself to cry about the things you once loved, mourn the things that didn't really work out. You do have to allow yourself to go through the process of letting go something that has passed on, something that you are holding on to. So she had me write a letter to my old self who lived in LA and tell her what was on my mind and tell her how I was feeling and what I missed about her. And at the end, to thank her, old Ashley, for being who she was so that I present day Ashley can be who I am. And it was something about that process that really helped me move forward and embrace what was ahead of me instead of holding on to what passed. It feels really silly because it's not a real death and it's not something bad that you're grieving, but our lives change so much, y'all. And sometimes we do have to learn how to let go of the older versions of who we once were in order to have room and make space and get to know the new version. And it's okay if you feel sad sometimes and it's okay if you feel weird. Trust me, I felt like a crazy person, sad that I wasn't giving what I used to give. But the more I wrote in my letter, the more I expressed myself, the better that I felt. And after I wrote that letter, I started to accept where I was, accept what happened, accept knowing that it is not my will, but God's and that he has never left me nor forsaken me. And he always came through. So if he did it before, he can absolutely do it again. And I may not know what he's doing with my life moving forward. And you know what? It may not even be my business to know. And embracing that, embracing that I got to be that Ashley. And if I could be all of that, what else can I become? So if you have to grieve, grieve. If you have to write out your feelings and write a letter to the old version of you because you can't quite move on from her, do that, but you are not her anymore. 
And yes, that may be hurtful right now, but there is beauty in that. And now you have this blank canvas and all of this room to create and to learn and to be and to do new things and to try new things and go new places. And that is such a beautiful place to be. When you close a chapter, there is always a new chapter to begin again and again and again. And that is okay. And now a quick break and a word from today's sponsors. They say time waits for no one and neither should payday. To keep your money moving in the direction of your dreams, get Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work with up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app, verify your paycheck and access up to $100 a day as you work. And any money you access is automatically repaid from your next paycheck. We have all been in between paychecks before. I know I have, and it is not a good feeling. But an app like Earn In would have given me not only the help when I needed it, but also given me that peace of mind. Join Earn In's over three and a half million customers and get the money you earned in your pocket today. Type in E-A-R-N-I-N in your app store. Once you download the app, use my code SLAY under podcasts when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Keep Mind Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Make everyday payday with Earn In and get your money at the speed of you. Okay. Time for another message and quick warning. This next message mentions suicide. So please listen responsibly. Let's roll the tape. Hey, Ashley, my name is Marla. Um, I Last year I reached out to you um, and I talked to you about my daughter and her suicide attempt and she was uh, survived and we were doing all the things to support her mental health. I've lost my daughter six months ago now um, to mental health, to suicide. And it has been a rocky journey the past six months. But I've chosen to be intentional about healing and moving forward with life and being purposeful with life. Uh, my purpose and my goal is to support teens in their struggles with mental health. Um, I feel like with my daughter, there were a lot of things that slipped through the cracks that I wasn't aware of. And I feel like as just her mom and as her parent that I should have been more aware of what was happening and should have had better words or verbs to use towards her uh, to help her. And I thought I was doing all the things and it, it it wasn't enough, I guess. Her taking her life didn't, was not triggered by me. Her boyfriend had broke up with her that night, and she ended her life later on that night. And that's been the most traumatic event that I constantly replay in my head over and over again. She had um, just turned 17 the week prior. And so that's just always going to be something that's on my heart 
that she just turned 17 years old and has not even been able to begin life. But I've been trying to figure out how to start this venture of living life with purpose and keeping my daughter's name, Myla, alive um, by being a spokesperson for for teen suicide and mental health, and especially in the black community, um, because I feel like there's something that's not talked about. Um, the biggest thing is I've been wanting to form a support group for young girls, teens, tweens and teens, um, just to support them, to give them a sense of purpose in life, goals in life, just so that they feel that they're valued. And also my focus also will be on mental health and suicide. Um, and so I was been trying to figure out how the heck do I start this group? Where do I a, get the growth from? Where do I even begin? Um, I have, I am so lost and <laughs> I don't know where to begin. So if you have any advice on that and um, maybe you can begin with me speaking at events at schools or whatever regarding mental health and maybe something could come from that. I don't know. And I was hoping that you had some guidance on how I could get this form um, so that I can feel like I'm doing something with purpose and this this is healing for me and I need this to continue to heal my heal myself after the loss of my daughter. Thank you. Hey Marla. So would you believe me when I say I remember speaking with you about your daughter last year and first I am so incredibly sorry that that happened and there are no words that I could ever say to make you feel better or ease that pain that you may be feeling. But do know I am praying for you and your family deeply. I pray that God shines his face upon you and fills in every empty space that you may be feeling. Mental health is so important and especially for our babies and our young people. And I know it's not really accepted within the older Black community, and it's also not something we really talked about up until the last few years. And it is so important, and people are struggling, and our babies, no matter how young they are, are struggling. And I don't have kids, but I have nieces and nephews and younger cousins, and I am trying to not pass on that stigma that they can't be honest about how they feel, that they can come to me or any adult that they trust and tell them, hey, you know what? I am not doing okay, you know? So Marla, I do remember when you told me and how serious you were taking it. And I heard you say that you know it wasn't your fault and that you did everything that you could do. And that's such a good base to stand on and hold on to because you're right. And I can feel the love you have for your baby and how you speak about her. And I can hear the strength you have through your voice and how passionate you are about keeping her legacy alive and making sure that other young people, other parents, don't have to go through what you are going through. I think it is a brilliant idea to get involved with our youth and being a spokesperson for teen suicide. Unfortunately, it is something that is happening far too often and there needs to be a space for our kids to feel safe and express themselves. But also, Marla, you may not want to do this, so please take this with a grain of salt. I feel like you have a perspective that not only teens can benefit from, but 
parents too. I'm sure there are parents listening right now that want to know those signs that you missed and they want to know how to show up the way that you did for your baby when she needed you. And unfortunately, for those that have experienced it, they may want to know how you are being so graceful in this moment right now and choosing to move forward with purpose. So keep that in mind also, that your voice is absolutely 100% needed. And I know it may be teens that you're trying to reach, but there may be some parents that need to hear what you have to say also. So to actually answer your question, I'd say first and foremost, the quickest, easiest way to start getting your message out there is social media. It's free. It doesn't require much time. And if I were you, I'd get me a notebook and start jotting down some ideas of things that you want to say, points teens can learn from, points parents can learn from. To start, you could start with videos of yourself talking about your perspective. If you feel comfortable doing a story time and sharing your story and getting people's attention, but you should absolutely start writing things down in one notebook, call it your idea notebook, and just start there. You could also start a YouTube channel and create YouTube videos around the topics that you feel like teens or parents can benefit from, or even if they aren't parents or teens, just people in general can learn something from you. Educating people on what to look for, how to talk to their kids or other family members that may be experiencing the same thing. To also take this one step further, and this is just my personal advice, but you should build yourself a quick copy and paste website. You can do that on Canva. I believe it's free, but the pro version is $13 and you can create a one page website on Canva. There are pre-made templates, designs, and all you have to do is just type in your information and click publish. That's it. Because what you want is a place for people to go to learn more about your story after they find you on social media. That way, when you do start pitching yourself to high schools or grade schools to come in and speak to the students, the school has some point of reference and they can dig into who you are and what you do and they can see that you're already adding value and that you can add value to their students. Also, I know this is so ancient, but... Creating a Facebook group for parents who may have gone through it or they just want to learn more and speak to other parents and exchange thoughts and ideas. It's free 99. You can spread your awareness about your group on your socials or at the events that you speak at. And that's where you start. It may not be huge or the biggest Facebook group or you may not have a billion followers, but that's okay. I think what you have to say and what you have to share is far more valuable than likes and followers anyway. And that if you could help one person, one teen, one parent or cousin or whoever to prevent that from happening, Myla's legacy lives on. Hang in there, sis. And I am praying for you. And once you get these things going, please share them with me. DM me, email me. I am happy to share it. Y'all, I loved doing this. Please, let's do this again. If you have a question for me and you want me to answer it on the show, give me a call. 
The number is 213-973-7698. I want to hear from you, boo. Leave me a message and you may hear yourself on a future podcast episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for calling. Thank you for everything. That's it for today's podcast, boo. If you loved the Slay Girl Slay podcast, be sure to leave us a rating and a review on the podcast app that you're tuning in on. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to follow us on our socials at Slay Girl Slay and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Come visit us on our website at www.slaygirlslay.com. The Slay Girl Slay podcast is brought to you by Ash Media Network with brand new episodes every Monday. I can't wait for our next girl chat. So please believe we will chat soon, boo. Peace.